When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Joe and Amber podcast. Really strange Bradley Cooper rant from Joe Fortenbaugh yesterday. If you missed anything here on Joe and Amber, you can always check out the podcast on the ESPN app. Was I not clear? Was that the problem? I wasn't clear in exactly what I was saying. I thought I was crystal clear. I'm not sure Bradley Cooper. I mean, he's a a multi-talented actor and talented Mm -hmm. in some other arenas as well. But I I don't know. Bradley Cooper is where I would have gone with the ire that you just showed there. Name a flaw. Name one single flaw. flaw. I mean, I don't, I don't know the man. I'm sure there's a flaw. I'm sure he leaves wet towels on the floor or something. And that's a problem exclusive to you. (laughs) That's a problem exclusive to you. Okay. He's not leaving wet towels on the floor. The guy probably doesn't even need a towel to dry off. He finishes in the shower. And as he steps out, his body just glides to a natural, cool temperature in which he doesn't even require a towel. It's really quite fascinating. It's the hater in me coming out, but it's also true. I don't think there's a single flaw. Do you ever see A-Team wash board abs when he played face? No. I mean, he's obviously a handsome man. I'm not certainly negating that. I do think that he is also, in terms of the movies that he's done, like when I'm pulling up his list, I'm realizing how multifaceted he is yeah. in the way that he can act like he can do you know he can do the hangover he can be hilarious he can be funny he can do that he can also do it be incredibly dramatic and serious he can do a star is born where he sings all the songs yeah it's weird and you he, started by telling me you weren't sure why i said bradley cooper and now all you're doing is building my case for me with sentence Gaga. by sentence that yeah. made one famous song they have together is such an it's epic song. song, too. He's so darn good there. And they performed it no live loss. at the Oscars that year. Do you remember that? He went up on stage and performed yeah. it live at the Oscars. That wasn't CGI. That wasn't fake. This is going to make me cry. This is is a very sad movie. I don't feel like crying right now. Could you please turn this off? Oh, that movie. Forget about it. The end of that movie? I had a flight home from ESPN um, right after like that had come out. And I watched that and the Freddie Mercury movie. What was that called? Was that just called Queen? Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. I watched those back to back. That's not how you should fly. You you shouldn't fly with that. And I watched A Star is Born, I think, first. So I'm like all just disheveled. I'm over Des Moines, Iowa. I also watched *The Stars Born* on a plane, and what was, I what was were you thinking? bawling. What were you thinking? <laughs> so stupid! It's such a dumb move. It's so it's so embarrassing when you cry on a plane. Like it's the most embarrassing. Thing. People assume the worst. They assume you're flying to a funeral. It's like no, no, no. I'm just watching this Bradley Cooper movie. <laughs> God, that guy's incredible. That guy doesn't do anything wrong. Doesn't even yeah, forget to uh, put down the toilet seat. Joe and Amber's yeah. presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay with benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. So we have spent 
part of the show today talking about the big breaking news out of the NBA, where it looks like Kristaps Porzingis is headed to the Boston Celtics. It's a three-team deal, the specifics of which are still getting worked out, but it would send Malcolm Brogdon to the Los Angeles Clippers as part of the deal. There's some other pieces in this deal, but really, Kristaps heading to Boston is the most intriguing, I think, angle of this entire conversation. You heard from Brian Windhorse, if you were listening there, to the Sports Center update where he thinks it's a big improvement for this Boston Celtics team. Joe Fortenbaugh does as well. Right? Yes, I do. I'm sorry. I thought you were throwing the Windhorse audio. It was me versus sound. Windhorse no. there, and I didn't want to get caught up stepping on his fair, toes. It, you know, it was fair because I set it up kind of like I was going to toss the yeah. Windhorse audio. And the Windy audio was on my screen, but the reason I didn't toss to it is because it was the exact same bite that they had just used in Sports yeah. Center. And to be clear, that's something Bradley Cooper would not have done if he was hosting this show. He wouldn't well, have stumbled all over himself completely there. Completely my fault. Oh, you. You're talking about you. And how you no, I'm talking about that. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper would not have stumbled all over himself trying to set that up. I, I would I'm human like you. I would have screwed that up without question. I make mistakes all the time. I had written in the chat to James, is this the same bite during the sports center? And he didn't actually get back to me. So I I did try. (laughs) We just talked about that. I saw it. No, I saw it. And I didn't understand what she was saying. She said, "Is this the was, same bite?" And I, she is. We didn't play it. Windhorse on my screen, the same bite. I know, and going. I looked at it. And I'm like, we didn't play this. I don't know what you're talking about. She is pure evil. Very, the way that she throws you under the bus. The way I got brutal. buried in the last hour with the birthday conversation. You cannot have a conversation with this girl without her eventually sticking a knife so far deep into your side. You're just Her looking head. up like Batman after. Uh, what was the girl's name in the third one when she slides, slides, the, slides the knife in and he thinks he's going to die? I'm going down the Bane rabbit wow, hole here. Yeah. Miranda Tate. Not Miranda Mobile Tate. House. Yeah, sorry about that. I just watched that on a plane recently. That's how I've got that <laughs> Did pool you cry? Uh, no, not, not for, I did not cry for Batman. Uh, at the, towards the end of the third, it's a little sentimental because you know it's the end of the Christopher Nolan trilogy. So there's a little sentimental, but no, Batman, you know, he does his thing. I, I'm able to avoid the waterworks there. Do you only I, watch movies on planes? Is that the only time you watch movies? What do you want me to do? Play craps? Go skiing? What are my other options on the airplane just, other than watching movies? It just Should seems I get like, a workout in? It seems like you watch a lot of movies on planes. I read a lot I'm of just asking him that's I mean, if this were Family Feud and we put it up on the board, what are the top five things people do on a plane? If I buzz in and I say movies, what's Steve Harvey pointing to up there? Am I one? Am I two? Am I three? I don't think I it's sleep because a lot of people cannot sleep on planes. Right. I'm not good at sleeping on planes. I always get shook that the movie thing is not going to work because I have a knack for getting the TV in the, in the seat that doesn't work. So I always normally have a book with me. You ever heard things. of an iPad or a phone? Uh, it's too much technology for me. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You this fly first class, don't you? You fly first always. class, don't you? I do not always. Yeah. See, James, did you know what happened class, there? Yeah. Because people like you and me, trash like you and me who fly coach, we would never take the chance of, of even thinking there was a TV in the seat in front of us. We, there is a chance there's no TV and there's a chance there's no movies. You literally bank on that because that's what happens in first class. The point wow. is I normally have a book with me on the plane. That was the point. Uh, cool. But also, I'm not a big movie person and I have watched a lot of movies on planes. Oh, my God. You're not a big movie person on planes or a big movie person no, in like, general? No, I'm not, I'm not a big movie person at home. So a lot of the movies oh I have God. seen... The last five years have been watched on planes. So let's let's workshop this. She doesn't like pizza. She doesn't like movies. Oh, hold on. Pizza's my favorite food. I just said I eat it with a knife and fork. Oh, yeah. How, how often do you eat it? 
Well, that's a different conversation to be yeah. had, but that's because yeah. I'm always watching my girlish figure. Oh, my God. Oh, it's, my God. You know, All right. Pull the ripcord on this. Get here. me the hell out of here. I don't even All know right. where we're going. Porzingis. We I'm going to answer your question. Porzingis, it's a great move for the Celtics. Five to one to win the, the, the NBA finals now. Versatility. That's the key word. Him working with Al Horford, working with Robert Williams in the front court. That's a lot of problem that Boston can present to you with matchups. And they can sub him in and out throughout the course of the game. Still got Tatum. You still got Brown. And Porzingis, I, I got to be honest, 65 games played last year. Wasn't battling a ton of injuries. Shot a career best from the field. Shot a second best uh, three-point percentage of his career. You got to figure if this guy stays healthy. I mean, you're a Heat fan. You're in the Eastern Conference. Are you doomed? Uh, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm doomed. I'm not going to give them that much credit, but I don't love it from the Heat fan perspective as a fan of a team opposing them in the Eastern Conference. I don't love this addition because of that flexibility that you just referenced. I think that you bring Robert Williams off the bench in this scenario, but we went through it earlier. Now you can move Al Horford to the four. You can space the court. There's so many things that you can do now if Kristaps Porzingis can stay healthy. We broke it all down earlier. If you missed anything here on Joe and Amber, you can check out the podcast. We didn't just talk about behavior on airplanes. Coming up next, <laughs> usually the GOAT conversation revolves around Michael Jordan versus LeBron, but one of the top three picks in this year's NBA draft throughout another player into the fray. It is definitely not who you expect. We've got to get into that. ESPN Radio is on the ESPN app. Joe and Amber, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Along here on Joe and Amber, Joe and Amber is presented by Progressive Insurance. So when somebody, Joe, normally asks you, who's the greatest basketball player of all time? The answer seems pretty obvious, right? It's either Michael Jordan, it's LeBron James, maybe some people would say, well, Chamberlain or Kobe or Kareem. The conversation, the argument 
is usually pretty obvious. The answer, not obvious at all. That's a great fight amongst people in the streets. It's kind of like that scene in Anchorman where all the news crews are beating up on each other in the back alley. That's the Jordan-LeBron debate. But everyone has a different answer to the question. But I'm not sure anybody has the same answer that Brandon Miller gave. So here is the NBA draft prospect who is expected by the odds to go number two in this upcoming draft tomorrow night. I actually don't uh, think LeBron is, you know, the go to basketball. I think my go to basketball is Paul George. You know, I always grew up watching him, so it's never just LeBron. <laughs> Paul George, playoff Brandon Miller calls as the goat of basketball, the greatest to ever do it, and also he manages to throw shade at LeBron James <laughs> while naming Paul George the greatest to ever do it. First and foremost, can't wait to see Brandon Miller's first game against LeBron James because you know that got back to James and you know he's going to use it as fuel, as he should. That should be fantastic. I don't know what the – I mean, on one hand, as the younger generation comes up, you're going to start getting different answers. Like, these guys are 20, 21 years old. I mean, LeBron was already in the league when they were born. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing, but they, they're growing up with a totally different set of guys. But Michael Jordan to them is Bill Russell to me, right? right. Like I, I never saw Bill Russell right. play. It's hard for me to put Bill Russell or Kareem in certain contexts because I wasn't alive for it. It doesn't knock their greatness. It's just so much harder to rate players you never watched play because right. you weren't alive. You weren't around watching them change the landscape. So I get that we're going to get some odder answers. I just, I don't know. Did he understand he was being asked GOAT? Did he understand he wasn't being asked favorite player? Because right. if favorite player is the question, that makes sense. That's okay. Yeah, if favorite player is the question or the player you watched or the player you related to, the player you wanted to be, any of that's completely reasonable. Paul George is a hell of a player. But when you're asking greatest player of all time, and you're right, that answer is generational, which is why I hate the Michael Jordan-LeBron debate. Because, of course, older people say Michael Jordan. If you're over the age of 40, the answer is Michael Jordan. It's very easy. You grew up watching him. For all of us that were 80s babies, right, the answer is going to be Michael Jordan. 70s babies similarly as well. If you grew up after that and you're a little bit on the younger side, the answer is going to be LeBron James because that's who you grew up watching. Well, if you're even younger than that, (laughs) where are you going next? I mean, there's going to be the generation that says Jokic, right? or maybe Luca or Giannis. I mean, those answers are definitely going to be generational. I don't think anybody across these generations is going to say Paul George. I, no, I don't. Not, I'm not trying to insult Paul George. Not a knock on Paul George. Not a knock. It's just going to be real tough. I mean, even like Paul Steph George Curry. probably heard this and was like, nah. Yeah, Steph, yeah, Paul George's like, nah, that's not me, bro. I mean, again, amazing player, but greatest of all time. However, I think this is brilliant on Brandon Miller's part because this is how you do it. You know, if he had said LeBron, doesn't make any headlines. If he right. had said MJ, doesn't make any headlines. If he had said Steph Curry, Riley doesn't make any headlines whatsoever. You know what makes headlines? Paul George. That's how you enter the NBA and make a splash. I mean, at some, do you think any of the decision makers who are considering drafting him heard that answer and thought to themselves, ooh, ooh, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. If this is how his brain works, he might not be the right fit for us. I don't think it hurt his draft right? stock. We will find out tomorrow night. It might have hurt uh, Paul George, though, because apparently the Los Angeles Clippers might be considering letting their superstar play basketball elsewhere. There are reports out there 
that the Clippers are considering trading Paul George, breaking up that Paul George Kawhi duo that frankly hasn't resulted in much of anything. We all were thinking when they came together, they're thinking, you know, we're all talking championships. Those dudes couldn't stay healthy at the same time ever. It hasn't resulted in much. Paul George on the move. That could be happening for the Los Angeles Clippers as they're also bringing in Brogdon, it appears, from this trade with the Celtics and the Wizards. So 33 years old, only played 56 games this season, only played 31 games two years ago. Uh, I believe it was three years ago when he ended up in the conference finals when the Clippers, when Kawhi got hurt and he had to carry the Clippers against Phoenix. They ended up losing that series, but he played huge in that postseason. But since then, he's been largely quiet. 23 points per game this year, down from last season. 6.1 rebounds per game this year, down from last season. Assists are down. Steals are down. Shooting was up. If you're the Clippers, you got to start toying around with everything. I guess Kawhi is probably the guy that you're not going to move under virtually any circumstances. Someone comes away along and blows away the offer, maybe, but who knows if he's going to agree to it. You'd have to figure all that stuff out in between. But they have to start toying around because when they put these guys together and when Steve Ballmer took over this team, the guy wanted results. The guy wants to win. He wants to compete. He's spending a ton of money to put this roster together, and they are not getting anywhere near the results. And if the guys need to take off during the regular season to be ready for the playoffs, fine. Some people can get behind that. But then if you're just going to immediately get hurt in the playoffs again or you're going to be unavailable for the playoffs, like what's the point of this load management? I think we're starting to get close to a point where we're realizing load management doesn't really work. Like how much was Denver load managing this year? Was Nikola Jokic load managing throughout the course of the season? Because he looked great in the playoffs. And every time you see him, you wonder how his body is going to hold up for 16-plus playoff games. So I'm not sure where the Clippers are heading, but all options should be on the table because they're going to be opening up a new arena in Los Angeles soon, and they're going to want to win once those doors open up. I've heard older coaches discuss that issue with the load management and the fact that it very obviously doesn't seem to work. It's not protecting the player. I know Stan Van Gundy got into it, I think, with Kevin Durant on Twitter over this exact issue where it doesn't seem to be making a difference. We have all the technology. We have the medical science. We have all these advancements, and these guys miss so much more time than they used to. And why is that when they also are and I mean missing so much more time by injury than they used to. Now, some of that is probably bigger, faster, stronger. Some of that is that the competition is bigger, faster, stronger than it was in, say, the 90s when it seemed like players were more durable. But also, we live in a world now of load management. And so it's surprising when these guys are managing themselves and then it doesn't pan out in terms of their availability on the court. And that has been something that has absolutely plagued the Clippers. It's becoming a problem for the Los Angeles Lakers. These teams when you bring the superstars together it shows you are still only as good as the health of the players I mean that's not a new concept we already knew that obviously it's easy to say but man it hasn't played out anywhere like it's played out so very clearly in Los Angeles with that Clippers organization I do think that it's probably a good thing for them to at least consider and look into breaking up the duo it's not a knockout you just read his numbers I mean, his numbers really, like when I just pulled his stats too, they're not down like I thought they were going to be. No, they're the pretty solid. Right. They're very, very solid still for Paul George at, what is he, 33 now, I believe. But yeah. it's that 56 games. That's the problem. The amount of games played is significantly down. And that's the problem. It would be a problem for anybody who trades for Paul George as well. But 
when you have it paired alongside Kawhi, who also has a very hard time staying on a basketball court, it's not going to be a winning tandem because you have to have superstars that aren't just there on your roster. They have to actually be available to you on a basketball court, and they have to be available to you in a postseason when it matters most. If you actually have a hope of winning a championship, that seems to be a significant problem there in Los Angeles. Joe and Amber, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. It is baseball season. I feel like we need to turn our attention to the sport a little bit more than we typically do here on Joe and Amber. Hockey's done. Basketball's done. NFL's still not here yet. Yes, we have the NBA draft tomorrow night. We'll be doing plenty of that as well. You can hear coverage of the draft right here on ESPN Radio tomorrow night. But it is baseball season, so we got to get into some baseball things. We will do that in a new little fun segment that we are debuting today in just moments. But first, Joe Fortenvaz got some advice. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. Okay, this is a pitcher prop in tonight's showdown between the Angels and the Dodgers. Shohei Otani is pitching for the Angels. We're going to bet that he lasts less than 18.5 outs, 18 and a half outs, which means six and one-third innings. If he goes six and one-third, that means he made it 19 outs. That means an under bet is a loser. We're betting the under. It's minus 175. It's been on the rise all day just like his last start, and for good reason, all right? He hasn't gone six and a third or longer in any of his last five starts. In fact, he's only done it in four of 14 games this season. So this should be priced closer to minus 200, in my opinion. Oh, by the way, look at who he's facing tonight. The Dodgers, fourth in Major League Baseball in scoring, top seven against right-handed pitching in OPS, weighted on-base average, weighted runs created plus. All nerd stats that I enjoy, but you don't need to. Just understand that it means the Dodgers are very good against righties. Pizza money number, I believe this is three. Shohei Otani under eight and a half outs, minus 175. So we are debuting a new Major League Baseball segment here on Joe and Amber. James Steele, producer extraordinaire. What are we calling this thing? Uh, it's currently the unnamed MLB segment. Uh, we're going to try out a couple different names maybe It's a good here. start. Yeah. 
All right, so it's the... Excellent producing on your part, so... What happens in the hour prep time when I'm on Daily Wager and you two are getting ready for the show? This, this was my idea, that I was just going to throw out some different names during throughout the uh, segment. it. To see if anything sticks, you know? All right. All right. I'm with you. All right, so the triple play on Joe and Amber <laughs> on ESPN Radio. <laughs> that one. All right, so uh, we're going to start with first with the Reds. The Reds are red hot. See what I did there? They won their nicely done. Did there? Yeah, they won their eleventh uh, straight game earlier today. They swept the Rockies. They're currently in first in the NL Central. Joe, are the Reds for real? Well, what do we mean when we say for real? Like in a challenge for the World Series? Because I don't think it happens yet. But if you're a Reds fan, you have to love this. This team was hot garbage last year. Hot garbage. One of the worst in Major League Baseball. But they've been stocking up players in their farm system led by Ellie De La Cruz, who was called up recently and who is the absolute phenom, number one prospect in all of baseball. And suddenly this team has just found their mojo. They're playing extraordinarily well. Now, is this going to last? No, I don't think so. In terms of winning their division right now, their odds have been cut dramatically. End of the week last week when this streak had kind of been midway through as to where it is right now, they were sitting at around 11-1 to 1 to win the NL Central. Now they're 3-1. to 1. They're ahead of the Cubs, the Cardinals, and the Pirates of all teams. And your Pirates, James, started red hot this year. They had a great start to the season. They're now 14-1 to 1 to win the division. So this red story, absolutely phenomenal. I hope they make the playoffs. They're a fresh story that fans can get behind. It's a very fun story, the Cincinnati Reds. You love a team that can go from worst to first. On June 9th, they were 29 and 35 in five games back. And here they are feeling like they're on top of the world right now. You mentioned their Ellie De La Cruz, obviously one of the most exciting players at this point in Major League Baseball, also because he's so young and new to the game, but also because he's so cocky. Did you see this, James, that he gifted your guy, Patrick Mahomes, a bat? Did you see this story? Because Mahomes no, asked. Okay, so Mahomes asked Ellie De La Cruz for a sign, some sort of signed memorabilia. So he decided to sign a bat. He gave him a bat, and he signed it the fastest man in the world. Ellie De La Cruz <laughs> gave that to Patrick Mahomes. That's pretty cool. It's you gotta pretty like cool. It. You gotta like it for such a young guy, right? Like he's coming in, he's making waves, he's taking over that sport, and also he's embodying everything that you want from a superstar that maybe one day will become the face of the league. He's got the swagger. See, that's the most that's important thing for these young baseball players when they come up. It's the swagger. If you ever read Moneyball and you hear Billy Bean tell his story, he was a five-tool prospect that can't miss, and he missed because he didn't have any swagger. Everything was in his head. He couldn't stay loose. And he told this great story about this roommate he had in minor league baseball where the guy could go 0 for 4 and didn't care at all. He'd go out, he'd party, he'd be back the next day, he'd go 3 for 4 with two home runs. That guy turned out to be Lenny Dykstra. Now Lenny Dykstra has had a very interesting life, especially post-career, but in terms of playing baseball, the guy was nails for a reason. Ellie De La Cruz is just 21 years old. That man is fast as heck and loves to steal bases with all of that speed. Yeah, I Maybe think- that, that, that ball and that bat that he signed for Patrick Mahomes is going to be worth a little something, something one day. Uh, yeah, De La Cruz definitely faster than Tyreek Hill. Um, okay, all right, relax. He went he went home to third in like ten and a half seconds in his second game. Won a triple. It was crazy. He really is. He really is very fast. short he's distance. Tall he's running, too. Though. Very like, short, long he strides. Yeah. Uh, all right. The uh, speaking of surprising teams, the Marlins are in yeah. second place in the NL <laughs> yeah. East. 
but that really <laughs> is a similar story to the Reds. Yeah, that really isn't the biggest story about the Marlins, though. The biggest story is Luis Arise, who's flirting Arias, with hitting yeah. 400. He uh, had his third five-hit game of the month uh, earlier this week. Crazy. Amber, can Arise hit 400? Uh, I, well, that's a lot to ask, but he already has the most of those five hit games in Marlins history in a single season. He is breaking all sorts of franchise records there. He is easily the best player on a good Miami Marlins team. Okay. Not something that, uh, I get to say very often ever. So we're very excited by what that squad is doing there. And it's all thanks to Luis Arias. He's an incredibly exciting player for the Miami Marlins. The Marlins are actually good in much the same way. The Cincinnati Reds right now are good. They've done it through the farm system. It has taken a lot of years. They've got their best record in over a decade. I think it was like 2011 was the last time. It's something crazy. It's been a lot of years of very bad baseball there in Miami. This is very fun to watch and very fun for the fans to see here, Joe. The Braves are going to run away with this division. That's not a knock on Miami. It's just the Braves are incredible right now. Let's put this in perspective. Atlanta is 47 and 26. Miami's right behind them at 42 and 33. They're just six games back. Miami's run differential is minus 18. They're nine games over 500, but they've been outscored by 18 runs. Meanwhile, Atlanta is 47 and 26. They're 21 games over 500. Their run differential is plus 102 at this point in the season that is absolutely astounding trailing only the tampa bay rays and the texas rangers back to your point on arias five for five he has had three five hit games in the month of may three five hit games now to put that in perspective let me bring this up uh according to elias sports bureau he's the fourth major leaguer since 1900 to have three Five hit games in a calendar month, joining George Sisler in 1921, Ty Cobb in 1922, and Dave Winfield in 1984. That is some elite company. Three five hit games in a month. Unbelievable. I love to see this. I love to see the modern day Tony Gwynn's because it wasn't even about the last 15 years. It has not been about batting average or swiping bags. It's been about the three true outcomes. Hit a home run, strike out, or walk. Bring back some of the fun to baseball, and that's what we're getting this year. The skipper, Skip Shoemaker, I'm sure is not tired of that joke at all, uh, said anytime you're mentioned with Ty Cobb, it's pretty special, and it certainly is. By the way, though, so he's hitting 400 right now. No big leaguer has batted 400 for a full season since Ted Williams hit 406 for the Boston Red Sox in 1941. We will see if Luis Arias can keep it up. James? All right, Joe mentioned it earlier, Shohei Otani pitching tonight against the Dodgers. We've spent a lot of time over the past couple of years discussing the next move for Shohei since the Angels, despite having him and Mike Trout, just aren't good somehow. Uh, But they're in the mix right now in the AL, and their GM shut down any talks of training Otani if if they're still in contention at the deadline. So uh, maybe maybe the Angels make a run right here this year. But, Joe, do we appreciate Shohei Otani enough? Not even close. Not even close. I've been pitching this segment for like a week on this show. At some point, it needs to be discussed that we are sleeping on what might be the greatest baseball player of all time. And there are people driving around that are going to hear that statement and go, here we go, typical loudmouth radio host throwing out all these crazy sentiments. Look at what he's doing. 
He's leading the Angels in like every batting category, every pitching category. He goes out there and pitches once every five games, and he's a really good pitcher, right? He's one of the best hitters in baseball. He was leading Major League Baseball. I haven't checked recently, but he was leading the Major Leagues, or at least the American League in home runs. He was top 10 in RBIs, batting average. The guy is a phenom, an absolute phenom. We never see something like this, and we barely bat an eye at it. I don't know if it's because he's in L.A. I don't know if it's like the Jokic thing where maybe if you're not born here in America, we view it differently, but we are absolutely sleeping on one of the greatest athletes to come across professional sports in this country of all time. I think it's that he's on a bad team, and it's a team that has Mike Trout on it as well, so it's really hard for us to fathom how they are bad when the, he they quite literally have the best player since Babe Ruth, and I don't really remember Babe Ruth. I'm guessing you don't either, Joe Fortenbaugh, so that's how no, unbelievable no, this guy actually is. I, I don't know if there's any way we could appreciate him enough. I mean... Does this conversation change if he finds himself on a different team? Now, reportedly, the Angels right now in second place. Reportedly, they're not going to trade him if they find themselves in playoff contention. But even if they did, does that bring the conversation around on Otani enough? I feel like we never appreciate the greatness as the greatness is happening enough. Like, I'm just not even sure you, you could. It's so remarkable how unbelievable he is. If he was a New York Yankee, the situation would be very different. Very, very different. Look at how we treated Aaron Judge last year. He broke Roger Maris's record, AL home runs. That was treated, I mean, ESPN was cutting into other coverage to show those at-bats. You only ever get that in historic moments throughout time. If Otani was a Yankee, we would at least treat it a little bit differently. I still don't think he'd get the appreciation that he's due, but it would be handled a lot differently. I mean, how many of his games are being played when everyone on the East Coast is asleep, right? Right. I mean, he would certainly get more uh, appreciation. He'd get more attention anyway. More of the country, I think, would be watching him. I just With his level of greatness, I don't know if we ever appreciate in real time the way that we should. Otani's making $30 million this season. It's his final year of the Angels team control. He's been in Anaheim for six seasons. The trade deadline is August 1st. So we will see what happens there. All right. Wait, that was the MLB cheat sheet on... Wait, no, um, <laughs> all right. Um, that we was did it. We talked baseball. We did it. Joe did. and Amber and the full count on ESPN Radio. The full Radio. count. Ooh. So it doesn't it, need to be a Joe and Amber's turn in two. It doesn't have to be. On ESPN. Turn it doesn't. Two. It doesn't have to be a cheesy pun. Do you have anything that isn't a pun? Joe and Amber. The triple play limits us to three stories, though, at a time. That's true, yeah. Uh, Joe that's and Amber. One, that's usually one too many with you, with the way you like How to run on you. at the. We just, we just blew through three. Also, it's baseball. We're good. Joe and Amber get <laughs> caught in a pickle here on ESPN Radio. That's not bad. That's uh, not bad. I don't know about that one. All right, go to break. You don't like that one? All right, All right. Well, we're still workshopping it. What do you guys we'll think? There. Maybe you want to weigh in on the conversation. Go ahead and name our name new segment. baseball segment for us. This is your opportunity. Also, any of your hot takes. What do you think of the Chris Stapps Porzingis trade? Should the Clippers trade Paul George now that they have, it appears, Brogdon as part of that Porzingis trade? Any other hot takes you've got, throw them our way. Triple eight, say ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. We play caller roulette next. Joe and Amber, the podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're about to get to your phone calls here on Joe and Amber. 888-SAY-ESPN. Before we do that, though, Joe Fortenbaugh's got a little advice. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. This bet is for the Travelers Championship, which starts tomorrow, known by everyone at ESPN as the fifth major, as it does take place in Connecticut. It's a single-round matchup, so all that matters is tomorrow. Andrew Putnam plus 115 over Wyndham Clark. Yes, we're betting against the guy who just won the U.S. Open. Have you seen Wyndham Clark this week? He's been partying, celebrating, and on the interview circuit. He deserves every second of it. But he's not really focused on the Travelers. So he's going to roll up to this course where he's missed the cut in three of his five starts here. And he's going to take on Andrew Putnam, who's been playing pretty well. He's been in this tournament three times. He's made the cut all three times. He just finished 43rd at the U.S. Open last week. And he was fifth at the Memorial right before that. Andrew Putnam plus 115 over Wyndham Clark tomorrow in the first round at the Travelers. 13 black hot, no winner. Spin the wheel, make a deal. It's a game of chance. Let's play. Call a roulette with Joe and Amber. Triple say ESPN. We love when you join the conversation. Let's spin it. Weston. Weston is in Kentucky. Hey, Weston, thanks for the call. What do you have for us tonight? Hey, love your show. Just wanted to recommend Diamond Cut for your new baseball segment. Hey, how about that? That's not bad. I like that one. Put that on the list, James Steele. What are we working with now? We've got like Diamond Cuts. I've got one on Twitter from Sean Mahana. Joe and Amber legging it out. Legging it out? Yeah. Also, it's a radio show. you got to get your mouth close to the microphone so the people can hear you. Well, Joe and Amber presented by Progressive Insurance. You heard that. It's usually not a problem for her to make us Yeah, this is like the first time you guys have ever told me to speak up. I'm like hearing her from like 10 feet back. It's like, what is it? Joe and Amber, amateur hour here on ESPN (laughs) Radio. Trying to give you a break from uh, Amber over here. See? (laughs) See what happens when I try to give you a break? You don't actually want it. That's a good point. Terrence. Terrence is our friend from Georgia. Hey, Terrence. What do you have tonight? Hey, guys. Uh, first of all, I want to say you guys, you two are hilarious to me. Y'all make me laugh the whole se- throughout the whole show. Uh, Thanks. We appreciate it. For that segment, I go, uh, let's play two. Okay. Let's play right. two. So we're quoting what? The famous Willie Mays. Such a nice day. Let's play two. Such a beautiful day. Let's play two. Actually, no, it's not Willie Mays. It's Ernie Banks, right? How did I get that wrong? I don't know. I, I'm, glad you got, I'm glad you got the reference. Uh, you're better than and me. Not re- it That's doesn't it. appear so. It's a great <laughs> reference, but then that limits us to two topics. So I guess right. we could do that. No, no, there's two of you. Yeah. No? The two yeah. Utes? Yeah, two Utes. I think uh, <laughs> I think people would expect that there's just two topics then in that segment. Yeah. It's like, I really like triple play, but that is a little limiting to three topics. Although well, that's, three that's topics that is also just so, it's that all is way too obvious. It's way too corny. And you know you that, think? right? It's too corny. Triple play what is was, too corny. What was, which one was the one you suggested? One of them. 
Do you that, remember which one was the one that you suggested, Joe? Who, me? Yeah, one of them I don't even know. I think I just maybe kind of agreed with some. I don't know if I suggested anything. I think in This the is what I do. I just hang it. on the fringe criticizing everything. <laughs> Uh, in the group bags. chat, I think it was the MLB cheat sheet. I think. That's yeah, you. What it was. I think you. You suggested cheat sheet on the on the group chat. My concept behind cheat sheet was baseball is a very regional product. Dodger fans consume Dodger baseball. They're not necessarily following what's going on around the rest of the league like we do with the NFL or the NBA. So I figure if we call it cheat sheet, we could turn it into a nightly segment where we hit on five say key stories around baseball to keep people up to speed on everything that's happening for example did you know the average game time this season is down like 30 minutes these rule changes are speeding up the game it's been fantastic for those who want the game to move faster i like that actually i like exactly what joe just proposed let's spin the wheel genius i mean i would go that far but Cedric. Cedric is calling us from California. Hey, Cedric, what do you have for us tonight? Hey, hey so I have a um, suggestion for your show. How about Touch Them All, like the old Baseball Tonight um, segment? Touch Them All. I like that, actually. That's a good one. The problem with that is, wasn't that um Baseball Tonight segment? Well, that's what he's saying, like the old oh. Baseball Tonight segment. Take something from that. I mean, that pays tribute to a hell of a show. Yeah. That show had an incredible run. Touch Them really All. did. I don't mind. I'll, I'll steal whatever. The old Baseball Tonight oh, studios yeah. are, are right there with the radio studios in Bristol. Okay. Touchable. Touchable can also get a little inappropriate, so we want to be very careful. We're a classy okay, only, show. Only I want to hold guys. it up to classy standards. I was thinking touching like subject matters here, touching headlines around baseball, touching you, touching me. You know how it See, works. here we... <laughs> <laughs> well, That's a good reference. That was right? good. That's a good pull at the end right there. She's, she's, she's on one today, every, as they say. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. I got a little wit in me. Freddie and Fitzsimmons, they've got a whole lot of wit. They are coming up here on ESPN Radio next. This has been the Joe and Amber Podcast. You can listen to Joe and Amber live weeknights from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, or on your smart speaker. Joe and Amber, the podcast.